It, it's a cold open when you don't have a funny intro. Because in my mind, that would be like the warmth. Like... No... So, like, a cold open is, like, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they start the episode and there's always just, like, a gag that is basically unrelated to the rest of the episode. Why is that cold? I don't know. What's a warm open? It, that, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> well, we're making it a thing. Welcome to our warm open, folks. This is Together Alone. A podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving... Nope, podcast that up. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the game. <laughs> First step of podcasting. Advice numero uno. Don't forget what your podcast is about. <laughs> because we both did. And I tried to throw it on Olivia. And she we both fucked that one up. She served that thing right out of the park. Served? Swung? <laughs> I really have to stop making sports analogies. Too many. You're getting your sports crossed. She, Hello. 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 This is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand. And I'm Henry Roberts. I'm married. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Rewind. I'm Olivia Forehand, and I'm married. And I'm Henry Fivehand, and I'm single. Never heard. Actually, I don't know if I have heard that one before. Shocking. That is shocking. It's more like Olivia Forehead. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, do you play tennis? Be, oh, because you Come have on. a good forehand? What is, is that yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. And my brother actually did play tennis growing (laughs) up. So he was like, uh, yeah. That's his brand. Actually. Um, Welcome to our podcast. It's a podcast within a pod. No, it's not. It's just a podcast. No, it's just a podcast where we talk about dating and uh, relationships and love. So ask me about my week, Olivia. So I uh, me. I, I so Henry, how was yes. your weekend? Oh, it's so nice of you to ask. Um, I went to a uh, Mardi Gras ball in New Orleans. Not New Orleans. Start over. <laughs> I, um, I went to wait. A, it, it wasn't in New Orleans. No, I went to a Mardi Gras ball in Mobile this past weekend. Uh, oh. It is the Order of Osiris. It is one of the larger balls. I don't, not, I don't know if it's largest or not, but it is pretty damn large. Um, took up like the whole Mobile Convention Center. It's a um, LGBTQA um, ball. Um, anyone can go, and it's one of the more popular balls in the city. So, you know, you get all kinds there. Um, and it, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I went with three friends and to anyone that's listening that's not familiar with Mardi Gras balls, it's, uh, well, it's a ball, but with Mardi Gras, I don't actually know how to describe it too well. <laughs> while there, um, while standing in the, uh, drink line, a guy swooped up behind me, briefly wrapped his arm around me, 
Uh, and I turned around and was like, I, I have no idea if I'm about to be like really upset or like very excited. Um, there's this really cute guy. Um, who is this man? Who is this man? Um, turns out he's a, uh, dance instructor that one of our mutual friends, um, knows. I want to say who, but I also don't want to name drop on this recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell a you later. Friend. Uh, our 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 dancing friend, if you can think of a friend who dances. Um, anyway, we had a really great night. Um, and uh, afterwards, he like really wants to hang out again, which makes sense since it was a fun night. Uh, just just a casual night around town before I went back home. Um, but he, I I just have had like no interest <laughs> to uh line up a, a like an actual date or any type of like second meeting uh and i've been doing a lot of thinking about why because i did have fun that that evening at the ball with him um mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it comes down to um sort of a, a personality mis mismatch uh which is mm -hmm. not something that can is like as big of a deal at like in a party setting because everyone's just there to kind of have fun and party. Um, yeah. But then like in your normal day-to-day -day life, it can be a lot more pronounced when there are significant differences um, or significant similarities, depending on what you're looking <laughs> for. Um, so uh, I, I have this feeling that I um, am sort of looking for someone that I can count on in terms of like stability. I'm not really looking for anyone that's like bombastic or like super high energy. Um, and I would say that this guy kind of fits the bill on a lot of that. Uh, he, gotcha. he's like an energetic dance instructor type. Um, if that's a type, I don't know. Um, and so, I, 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 yeah, it is now. I, so I, I'm thinking that that's sort of where this reluctance, this like sense of reluctance is coming from. But I don't know. Um, I, like I, I haven't ever really put much stock stock into um, like oh the personality types have to be aligned correctly. So I was kind of wondering um, how you feel about that, like where you you come from on that take. I mean, I think that's definitely a thing because if you are a reserved, not to say that you're a reserved person necessarily, but like I am, and I wouldn't be able to date someone who is just constantly up there high energy like that's fun for a little while but it gets exhausting if that's not who you are so right. like i and i get that like sometimes opposites attract and sometimes that does work for people um but i'm not like you know don't force anything if if it doesn't feel right yeah you know like it's fun that you've had fun it's fun that you had fun it's it great that you had that a fun, had fun time yeah but I mean, you also learned something about yourself through this experience and like who you don't want to date. So I think that's right. I'm trying to like, since, since this, I don't think this is going to end in a relationship. I'm trying to use it as sort of a source of learning for myself. Um, and I, I think that's the takeaway that there's a certain type of personality that I'm looking for in general. Um, there's so many different types of people out there. Uh, it, it feels um, maybe a little overzealous to just be cutting out based on first take on personalities yeah that's that's also true because it could be that they're just like that when you kind of like when they don't really know you maybe it's 
sort of a front and then once maybe they're not like that every day you know what i mean like right. how much have you talked to this person aside from that not much uh encounter we've just had a couple of text conversations and some social media stalking yeah so it might be <laughs> that because it was a party because it was a thing that was just how they were coming across but maybe in the day-to-day -day, it's not quite like that i don't know be, i mean maybe be. go on a date right like so it, if it's worth um investing time to see if it's just a front that they're putting up or if it's really like their whole thing like mm -hmm. how much time and energy should be spent investigating that like one date two dates like you're right it's, it's probably at least one date like i probably owe it to both of us to go on one date um, yeah, like go get coffee. Try to be pretty open. non not non-committal, but yeah, like be open. But then also don't don't let this. You don't have to do like a whole day. You could just go get coffee, and then right. if it's, you're hitting it off, then you could extend. You know, go do yeah. a thing, and then if or if it's like no, this guy's just too much, and I can't handle it. Then like you know, you tried. You need to be like honest with yourself, I guess, about how you're feeling. Be in touch with your feelings, Henry. <laughs> I need to be in touch with my feelings. Red flags. Bow, bow, bow. You're going to have yeah. to do that every single time we make this podcast bow, bow, bow. from now on. Um. So red flags are... We, we always do such a good job of explaining this. Um, so the red flags are the things that you notice people doing um, that are not great for you. Um, one or two of them might be okay and it might not be a big deal. But once these start, once you start noticing a lot of them, it's like, oh, I don't really want to date this person. Um Olivia, this right? is our fourth is it... episode. Everyone listening to this, they're all veterans. They've been listening to us for years. They know. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm just going to go because I have two that kind of go together. First red flag, someone who doesn't make eye contact. Ooh, that's a good one. I Okay, I sometimes struggle with this, not when I'm with one other person, but when I'm with... A couple, um, like if I'm hanging out with uh, a friend and their husband or vice versa, um, especially in those situations where I'm closer with one than the other, I never know. Mm -hmm. Like I, I always get this feeling that I'm giving the one who I know better like too much too much more eye contact than, than their partner. And But then to try to like force extra eye contact with their partner is like weird. <laughs> like whenever you're forcing eye contact, it comes off strange. I, I struggle well, with that. Well, that was, that was my second one. Too much eye contact. Oh man. It's a fine needle. It's a fine line. It is a fine, it's a fine needle. Um, yeah. I'm very bad I sometimes. <laughs> we, Let's just get I've that out of the way. Out. Um, I sometimes do, I've noticed like, I don't always look people in the eye when I'm like at work, um, which is weird. I try I, to um, be better, but I, th I, I worked 11 years, uh, at a restaurant. Um, and one of my coworkers after we'd known each other for like eight years told me 
you're always doing that thing. I was like, what thing? And they're like, that Henry thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he says, where when you're talking to me, you look over my shoulder instead of at my face. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I had no idea. I really didn't. I, I do do that. Um, yeah, so like if you're on a date, eye contact is good. Too much eye contact is creepy. So make sure if the person you're counting the seconds this of is... eye contact <laughs> the entire date. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. You just stare deeply into their eyes and then you look away. And then <laughs> What is that timer? Oh, this is just my eye contact timer. Every time it beeps, I have to look away and then look back. Just making sure I'm not being too weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like, people seem suspicious when they don't look at you, but then they also seem suspicious if they look at you too much. So do you have a solution for this or a guideline? No, <laughs> I don't. Bold. Here's what not to do. I'm not going to tell you how to fix it if you do it. Figure it out. That's fair. Um, yeah, just if they, if you're talking to someone and they're making a lot of hand gestures, just occasionally glance at their hand gestures instead of their face. Or if someone walks by, look at the person walking by for a second and then look back. That, you, you'll be Look fine. at the person who's walking by, look at their butt, check them out real long Don't and hard. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't. That'll make your date feel real good. <laughs> Red flag number two, always checking out people's butts while you're on dates. Okay, but actually... <laughs> yeah, don't do not do that. <laughs> Anyone who's being like an obvious asshole. Gazer. In, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the like being a creep, checking other people out department. Cheeks too. Um, um, I was going to say, uh, this is just, a, this is so cliche. It's such a cheap win, but um, red flag number two slash three. Um, People just love to talk about how they love coffee. And it's just uh, not a personality, not an actual personality trait. Coffee has caffeine in it. America runs on Dunkin'. We're all a little addicted. It's, that's just the way it is. Fair. Yeah. Red flag number whatever. People who chew with their mouths open. Oofa doofa. This is a tough one. Also, breathing with your mouth open. Can we slide that in there? Yeah, doing things that you should do with your mouth closed with your mouth open. I understand if you have allergies or some nasal tract thing going on, but get some spritz up there. <laughs> keep that mouth. Well, yeah. Keep that mouth if you're sick, if you're if you have a cold and you're sick, don't go on a date. Yeah, Reschedule. I probably shouldn't be going on a date. But I mean, like, if you could have allergies where your nose is anyway. Well, yeah. Take your allergy meds. Um. And don't mouth breathe. It's... Do you ever, uh, again, you don't go on dates a lot, but something that happens to me on dates sometimes is I'll be chewing my food and suddenly become extremely aware of the sound of my chewing, the like mastication of the food. <laughs> and I'm like, am I the only one that can hear this or can everyone in this restaurant hear this? I think for the most part, as long as your mouth is closed, you're not slurping, you're not being gross. Just keep it closed. Keep, keep it, it closed. secret. Keep, keep it, it safe. safe. The entire date, just keep your mouth closed. Only respond in mm-hmm or mm-mm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Just sort of caveman it up. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> In fact, I think we should take our own advice, and that's just the rest of this podcast. Next thing. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Transitions are hard, folks. If you have any suggestions for better transitions, please write in. How about I just make a whoop sound every time we change topics? Yeah, I think everyone will love that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so time for, for my thing. Lay it on me. I guess. Whoop. <laughs> whoop. Whoop. Um, all Isn't right. is the name of the bad so... guy from Spy Kids? Isn't it whoop? Maybe it's something like that. It's floop. Vegan floop. Vegan floop. Floop. Um, okay, so I found, well, my friend Taylor, um, hi, Taylor, hi Taylor, suggested this um, Reddit thread, which I know we've looked at Reddit a little bit, but... Um, Wait, hang on. If we're giving is... shout outs to friends, can I just say thank you, Will, for the red flag game? It's been great. All right, continue. Oh, was that his idea? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Um, so it's the, I don't know, Reddit forum? Is that what you call it um i don't read it man it's Forum am i the red. asshole oh yeah it's subreddit r slash subreddit the that's the word yeah so it's am i the asshole um not all of these are dating related but a lot of them are so they're pretty fun um this one it's from nine hours ago and i don't even know what their username is it's too many eight to one bff BF. I don't know, man. It's fine. So the question is, am I the asshole for agreeing to catfish my friend's boyfriend after he matched with me on Bumble? Why did, why is he on Bumble? Well, that's okay. So there's, you know, more info. Um, I matched with my best, my, my best friend's my boyfriend best on Bumble. Friend, my bosom my, buddy. My best, my best friend's boyfriend on Bumble. Um, they also met on that app. I, of course, immediately told her and send her screenshots. She asked me to text him to see if it was maybe an inactive account or something. So I said, hi, and he texted back. Hi, how are you? Where are you from? Smiley face. I told her it was an active account. She begged me, begged me to just keep texting with him to see if he asked me to meet up or ask for my number or something uh keep her updated with the screenshots her train of thought was that if he's just on the app to, to goof around and not actually meet up with anyone she could forgive him i've been texting with him uh but also not like laying traps or anything this girl's so rambly uh literally just small talk but i do feel wrong i don't care for this dude and if he really has been cheating all this time he deserves what is coming but i still feel like i am doing something wrong am i the asshole so, no, you're not the asshole. Well, no, you're not the asshole because there's a much larger asshole here. He, he is doing one of, one of two things, I think. Um, he is either lining up people to cheat with uh, or he is lining up girls to have in his back pocket uh, for whenever he feels that his current relationship has gone south. And if he's not like trying yeah. to hang out with you right now, then that's probably pretty likely. Yeah. It doesn't say how long 
that they've been dating this girl and this boyfriend. And also something that I find interesting is that this is supposedly her best friend, but the boyfriend has never met her. That is very interesting. So this makes me think it's kind of a young, like high school type, but you're not supposed to have Bumble if you're in high school, right? You're supposed to be like 18. That's a good point. I mean, it could be like early college. Oh no, this, it seems pretty young. Which doesn't mean anything. I mean, I mean it's still happening. Are basically, high schoolers. Sorry, dang. It's still on happening, and it's and it's still shitty. Um, I don't think this person is an asshole, but I do think the her friend is kind of the asshole for like making her friend do this. Like, just talk to the dude. Um, also, he's well, he's the asshole. But there's like a moderator thing on every one of these threads that has like everyone can make a judgment oh, and it's like a one of them is thing, just right? yeah and one of them is just everyone sucks here and yeah. so that's what most people have been saying about this situation because um, the dude's he's shitty he's either cheating or he's tr- like like you said he's just lining up people for later um right. the friend is being shitty because she's not confronting her boyfriend and is like making her friend do her bidding right in like a weird way um let's let's be real about this it's um drama they're they're they have yes. found a bad thing and they are exploiting it for extra drama it's all Maximum just drama. drama yeah drama's not fun guys if so okay so if this were to happen and you were on a on a dating thing and then you found like your friends significant other on there what would you do uh i found my friend's significant other um yeah well it's weird because i can't imagine a situation where i run into a friend's significant other and they don't immediately recognize me um i'm a big well, deal that, yeah. folks <laughs> um, but even if you like saw that they had a profile not necessarily uh, that you matched but just because that's yeah like that also means that this person swiped yes on this dude, but I, she might have been doing it just to trap him. It's, it's a tough call so because I, I feel like there is a bit of context there, but I think my greatest inclination would be to just leave it alone. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell your... Let's well, say you saw that Matt had a Bumble account. You wouldn't tell me that you saw that he had a Bumble account? I would have a stronger inclination to believe that you guys have either... Matt's on there for like some type of chatting purpose that you're aware of, or you guys have decided to like have an open relationship for a while. And like, it's none of my business. <laughs> it's none of my business. Um, but I, that, that is really tough. Um, there, yeah. Cause there are two options for me. One is leave it completely alone or, and the other is be like, Hey, what's up with this and send it to you. Um, uh, I don't, I think it kind of depends person to person, like how close I am with you, Olivia. I don't think mm-hmm. I would be, uh, I, I think I'm close enough with you where I, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable with asking you if you guys had started some type of open relationship thing. So I would probably send it to you, but I think I also have friends where I just would not, I would not touch it. It's not my yeah. business. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thought is worst case you know, you, you find out something a little too personal about a friend. Like, oh yeah, we're doing this thing now. 
Um, but I don't know. I guess it's kind of the same. There's always, it's, it's the age old question. Like if you see someone cheating, do you say anything or do you just leave it alone? Um, see, well, if, if that's the question, then I would say something. Um, and I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to explain why I guess there's a difference in my mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess kind of with this whole dating app thing, it could be innocent. It's probably not. But there is always the chance that it's like, I'm just trying to make friends or whatever. I don't mm. know. That seems so lame, though. Yeah, I take it back. I think if I found any of my friends, significant others on there, I would just <laughs> I would ask the friend what's going on. I don't think yeah, I would leave I it think... alone now that I think about it more. Because also, if then like the friend finds out later that you knew, right? Exactly. And then it's like, why don't you say anything? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's it's too it's forbidden knowledge. It's too dangerous to be just it's left weird. alone. But I definitely <laughs> would not swipe right and then like catfish. Cat. Them. This is definitely yeah. not one of the acceptable options. Yeah, what this person is doing is not cool. It's like, uh, I, the situation sucks, but yeah, here's a bad situation. Do I'm going to get myself in it as much as possible. Let me I'm just, just gonna get bury right in myself middle. in this. Yeah. Good times. That that won't be messy or anything. So, was the consensus that everyone's the asshole? Yeah, that was most that was what most people said. Um, all right. I have two dear abbeys pulled up. One is a hardball and the other is a softball. Which one would you like me to throw? Why do I keep um, making bad sports <laughs> metaphors? Stop throwing balls at me. I uh, need other colloquialisms. Let's I'll, do the, I don't know. I'll throw you the know. soft. And if you knock it out too quickly, then we can take a stab at the hard. If I hit a home run. So here's a Dear Abby. Dear Abby, I'm a freshman in high school and it's great. I've made a lot of new friends, but most of them are guys. For some reason, they think I'm this girly girl type who doesn't like to get my hands dirty. When it's time to do something that involves lifting, they think they have to take over. If they ever saw me at home, they'd think I was a whole different person. How can I show to them I am not a girly girl while still being friends with them? Sincerely, no girly girl. I was like this in high school. Um, or like middle school. I'm a taller person for a girl i'm 5'8 i don't know i'm on the taller side for girls i am definitely strong and capable and i was so in high school so it always just like bothered me when uh teachers would be like i need i need the big strong boys to come help me lift things i need the boys to come do this that the other teachers we love to, carry, to do that we need to carry some chairs hey boys come help and it's like come on like, these boys, we're in middle school. We're in seventh grade. I'm taller than most of these boys at this point. Like, it doesn't matter at this. I don't know. So I was, I definitely felt that kind of like, I'm not girly. I can do things um, mentality. Mm -hmm. I do think that as a older person, there's sort of a internalized uh, misogyny thing going on with that. Like, right. I'm not girly. I'm like the boys. I'm one of the boys. Being a girl sucks. So it might be a little bit of that. Um, but like this particular situation is her with her dude friends. So Who I don't know. The same They're in high school. 
yeah, these boys probably just aren't used to being around girls because you're young and to them, girls are dainty. Um, I don't know, though, how, the best way to like. I've watched a lot otherwise. of uh, nature documentaries, and I think you can learn a lot from those. So my advice to no girly girl from Dear Abby is that um, she just needs to uh, pin one of them and just bite off a small piece of one of his ears. And that will assert her as the dominant her dominance force in the the friendship clique. Um, and if anyone sort of you know tries to challenge her on her girly girlness or lack thereof, she just needs to bite their ear off too. Um, and then once you've bitten off a piece of each of their ears, you are the uh, pack leader supreme, and they can't you say win. anything about it. Yep. I think I think you figured it out. I think yeah. you hit it. that nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. Transition. Whoop. <laughs> Nailed it. That's not going to be good. Floop is a madman. Help us. Save us. <laughs> uh, okay. So we've got one more little game to get through. Things not to talk about on a date. God, we need a better <laughs> name for that. <laughs> If you have ideas for a better name, um, please email us at togetheralonepod at gmail.com. All right. Um, I'll go first. Uh, when you're on the first date, really any date, really any conversation, <laughs> do tell people, tell your date that you play and enjoy D&D if you do play and enjoy D&D. Don't go into your long fictitious character backstories and experiences while playing. Just say you play it, say you enjoy it, and then move on happy that you spread the good word of D&D without <laughs> completely destroying anyone's potential interest in it. Because if there's one thing that is guaranteed to do that, it's getting just knee deep in all of your fantasy stories that you've been through. All your stats, all and your, your stats, alignments. And the last, you know, dragon that you conquered and dungeon that you killed. Don't, don't do that. Have you done this? Um, I've slipped into it in conversation a few times. It's a slippery slope where it's like, oh, you like D and D? I've never played, but I've always been curious. And you're like, oh, let me tell you about all this stuff. And Let me I, tell you a play-by-play -play of our last campaign. It, it feels great when you're doing it, but even as someone who loves D&D, &D, if someone else starts telling me about their all their campaign and character and stuff, my attention drops really quick, and within about two minutes, I'm ready for this conversation to wrap up or move on. Like, yeah. It, it's, it's great, and it's good, and it's so fun, but it's... It's it's for you. It's not for everyone else to hear through you. You could just see their eyes glazing over. That's they what just sort of yeah. Stare if, off into the distance. If you truly think that your D and D experiences and stories are great to hear and the people deserve to hear them, make a podcast. See how it, <laughs> see how it goes. If you're really well, good, it will do well. And if the person that you're talking to is like actually interested, that's one thing. But don't just start. Don't just start on a tirade about it. And if, if even let if they are coming questions. off as interested, yeah, give them short answers and let them keep that conversation going as long as they're comfortable. Um, yeah, Cause it's so easy to railroad it and everyone knows railroading is bad. Um, 
Your turn. Another thing not to talk about on a date. So it's sort of a general... I wrote down, don't be a douchey know-it-all. And what I mean is like... Everyone knows that, Olivia. Jeez. Well, what I mean (laughs) is like specifically if you're at a restaurant, don't ask too many questions about like, where did you find... Like, where does the beef come from? Is it grass-fed? Is it... Apparently grass-finished is a thing. Oh, I was confused because Um, you said a know-it-all. So I was thinking like, oh, they're going to be you know claiming all this knowledge but you're actually saying like giving questions that imply that you have this higher degree of knowledge i think that's that's what i do mean yeah it's like those like the questions that are just so over the top that especially like if you're not at that fancy of a restaurant and then you're like asking way too many questions about the wine and the the beef and the stuff and it's only for the purposes of like showing off that you know what those words mean mm, and that like yes these this beer is very malty where the hops grass fed and free <laughs> range it's not a it's not a good look no one's impressed it just makes you seem kind of like a dick especially when the servers obviously are not used to those questions and they don't have those answers and then you're making them like run back and forth to the kitchen asking the chef and the chef isn't into these questions either he's not like oh thank god someone asked about the beef um yeah at the restaurant where i work that happened sort of recently some dude was asking about the beef being grass finished which what does that mean apparently i googled it so a cow that's grass fed means that it has been fed grass in its life but it doesn't exclusively only eat grass. It could be eating like hay and other fillers and whatever. And so grass finished means that it's only ever eaten grass. Like start to finish before it was murdered, it only so ate grass. As a, as a livestock farmer, can you feed your cow grass once and be like, I hope you enjoyed it. That's the only time you're <laughs> ever going to taste it. And this is grass-fed beef. I don't know. I didn't look that hard into it. To all the livestock farmers, please write in and let us know. Yeah, let us know if you know more about grass finished. I was like, what does that mean? That they just like rub the beef in grass? (laughs) (laughs) It's just grass. I got that nice earthy flavor on this cut of beef. Now, how do you feel about the sort of... uh, flip side of this where you your date like orders their food or whatever and then they just know stuff about it and they're going to tell you about it like they're a they're a beer connoisseur and you know you guys are at a brewery and they order a beer and they start telling you like about the origin of this beer and how the hops were came from a cruelty free shelter <laughs> I, don't, I don't know things about beer. <laughs> No, I, as a the wife of a bartender who is really knowledgeable, um, it's it's not fun to be lectured at unless you're actually genuinely interested and want to know. So um, not to say that Matt does that. Yeah, but I think if this is like an early date and you're drinking a beer and then the guy's like, well, you know, this right. beer does this that, and the other. And then like, no, that's not a good look. Um 
because you're just showing off. But if your date is like, oh, I wonder about something. And then you can be like, well, that means this. And I do that a lot with like drinks. I'll be like, hey, Matt, what is this particular like liqueur or whatever? And then he can explain it to me. But he doesn't just look at the menu and point and go, well, you know, chartreuse <laughs> so, was made by monks in a temple in a thing in a. So you can kind of, you're, so you're saying like you can sort of briefly toot your own horn by saying like, I'm a big beer fan, but then don't like dive into tons of beer facts unless they take that as an opportunity to ask you questions about it. Like, yeah, it's sort of like the D and D thing where you, if you want to talk about your own stuff, let them sort of lead the questions on it. Yes. I think that's a good rule of thumb. Like if you are super into a thing, don't assume that the other person cares. Let them show you that they care and then Just you can go with it. Give them a little bit and see where they take it or if they take it. Yeah. But if they don't care, don't keep bringing up the cruelty-free hops or whatever. Those poor, poor cruelty-filled hops. Just tough sit life, in a cage. You know they make the beer taste so much better. You can taste their tears. Well, that's been our podcast. <laughs> On that note, um, thank you, Matt, for our song. Thank you, Matt. Did did good. Did good job on that. And it says here, social media plug. So consider yourself plugged. Um, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Together Alone Pod, Twitter at Together Alone Pod, T O G E T H Alone Pod. Um, email is Together Alone Pod at gmail.com if you have questions, if you want advice, if you have red flags, things not to talk about on a date, if you have a better name for the segment than things not to talk about on a date. If, if you, you want to ask Henry out on a date. cows need to eat. To be grass finished. Please hit us up. Let us know. If you're a cow farmer and you want to take me out on a date to pet your cows, I'll be there. Hit as us up. Grass, as long as the grass finished. Has to be grass finished. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.